Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of, I don't know, Bregman's Silicon Reviews. I don't think we have a formal name for it. Just, you, know, um, you know, we get together, we review a game, and that's about the summation of things. Uh, this time around, we're taking a, a look, so to speak, at uh, Shelter 2, the game from Might and Delight that we did a recent interview with. In fact, we uh, did that this past Tuesday. And if you would like to learn more about the game, I would recommend going and listening to that interview before you proceed on with this recording. You know, should you be listening to this after we're recording it? Anyway, so uh, for the uninitiated, what is Shelter 2? All right. Uh, uh, well, it's like Shelter 1, only the sequel. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> obviously, it is the second game in the Shelter series. But it's more, what is Shelter? And to, and to answer that question simply, it is a survival uh, life simulator game. But not your typical one. Uh, because yeah, it's not like The Sims. Yes, it's not, it's not, well, it's not a human trying to survive against the environment or monsters. It's... Yeah. It's, animals trying to survive against the environment and other animals. Right. That, uh, that's the key difference, because, you know, when you talk about uh, survival games, you're talking about something like uh, Daisy or... Um, Don't Starve or... Yeah, something like that. You know, you're either, like, surviving the, survi- uh, the zombie apocalypse or the elements. And this is... Def- this game is definitely in the same ballpark as the element survival one, Except it's a lot simpler because, like, there's no crafting system. You know, because this may be a shock, but badgers and, uh, what is it, a lynx? Lynxes yeah, yes. don't really craft much. Indeed. Uh, unless they're, like, you know, uh, were creatures or something like that. And then we're in an entirely different uh, game <laughs> genre. Uh, anyway. but, but no, you're just, just an ordinary animal. Um Although, you are not just trying to survive for yourself, either, because in these games, you are specifically a mother animal, and you are trying to survive for yourself, and also to provide for your babies. Well, it's like, it may, it may be different in Shelter 1, but in Shelter 2, you are very much, it's much more, you're trying to get your offspring to survive than you, because, honestly, I could never find a way to have my motherlings die unless it was at the very, very beginning. 
And <laughs> even then, it was just, you know, you go back to the beginning. Like, in fact, I did, I did get attacked by wolves once in the main uh, game, and that just, like, regenerated me. Like, it's much more about getting the kittens or the cubs to survive rather than yourself. Like, uh, you know, and how is this accomplished? Well, that's actually a good question because the game really doesn't tell you that. Mm -hmm. Aside from the obvious indication that, you know, food is a thing. Well, it's like there's there's a bit of a sentence at the beginning of the main game that tells you, you know, the cubs are in a weakened state that they can't provide for themselves. Hint, hint. You know, you should probably find them, them, mommy. Yeah. (laughs) You should probably find them some food. You know, and that's basically the the core of the game here. Both of them, actually. It's you're hunting for food um, and providing and protecting the kittens and trying to ensure they survive into adulthood so that... uh, and as noted in the interview, uh, Shelter 2 does one more than the original Shelter in the fact that it's not just one cycle. It's a whole, like, family of cycles, you know. So that after you play the game once, the next time you play it, you can play a, you're yes. playing as one of the kids of your mother yeah. from the first one. So the game is theoretically endless. You know, should you be, should you be good at it? You know, it's like the game will end if you lose all your kittens. You know, I, I think I even got the achievement for that. Because, you know, you know, because I had a hard time figuring out what to do at first. Because there are there are some prompts in the game that tell you what you know how to do X, Y, and Z, but th- th- those are mostly mechanics, like. I remember coming on to a certain point in the field and it told you how to catch animals. But, you know, it's going to be a lot of what, what the hell do I do syndrome for the beginning of the game. Yeah, because like when I first started, I was bumbling around and it never gave me that prompt on how to catch animals. So Yeah. And, you know, the cycle goes like this. The, you know, first you have to catch animals and bring the uh, bring the food back to the shelter and have them feed. And after so many carcasses, they'll actually start following you. And that's the way you can actually explore the countryside. And uh, that's about it. You know, I suppose this is my biggest problem with the game. There's when you get down to it, not a whole lot to do here. Now, in terms of variance of actions, it's all coming down to hunting for food, looking around, maybe collecting some uh, some things, because there's a ton of collectibles here. You know, whether they be, like, rocks, uh, like, hidden in, the, like, the various parts of the world or, you know, uh, like eating animals yourselves will usually net you say a feather or you know some other body part that you can collect for reasons. I'm honestly not sure if there's a point to 
to collecting shit other than to collect shit. But it is something to do in the game and can keep you occupied. You know, there's, from what I could see, at least three areas. You know, it's like, you know, I made the goal of my playthrough to try and reach all the areas. Almost got to the, to the snowflake area, but then my cubs grew up and um, left, uh, left my company. So I had to go all the way back to the den and have the cycle start over. Oh. Uh, so what did you guys think of Shelter 2? I didn't get really far in it just because, again, I didn't figure out how to hunt, so my cubs just died. Well, that's another thing. A cycle is just not going to take you very long, a couple hours at most. I kind of fall into the general, like, for general purposes, the uh, area of the the feeling about the game that that one reviewer we mentioned during the broadcast was about, I'm, I'm too attached to these cubs, I can't actually play the game because they're probably going to die. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get very far. I only went a little bit past when the the cubs are first born, and I died twice in the introduction segment before that by failing to run fast enough or failing to jump to escape from the wolves that were hunting me. Mm. Yeah. So that's... I don't suspect I would have lasted that long afterwards anyway. Yeah, I suppose that's a warning for those who might be sensitive to this kind of thing, but. You know, yeah, this is, you know, this is actually, uh, you know, simulating what it's like to be in the wild. I mean, it's not a 100% um, accurate simulator. Like, you don't have to drink any water or deal with, you know, uh, waste products or anything like that. But it's still, you got to eat to survive. And you got to watch out for some environmental hazards. Now, as I understand it, uh, the expansion pack mountains actually introduced or reintroduced uh, a couple of uh, environmental hazards, wildfires and eagles, you know, based off the first shelter game. Now, I don't, now our copies of Shelter 2 did not come with the mountains DLC, so we did not play that. No. So I cannot uh, personally uh, speak to the merits of that that particular piece of software. Oh. Uh-huh. No. It's, it's basically like, that didn't come with the game, so we're not reviewing it since it's paid DLC. No. But if you if you like the game, it would add probably some variety yeah. to your play experience. Probably. Uh, well, it definitely will, because, you know, it'll add more challenge to the game. Because... I think mountains would uh, rectify one of the big pro- one of the other big problems I have the game outside of you know the very very rare wolf attack. You know, there's not you know your your biggest enemy in the game is hunger. You know, Which is, you know probably fairly realistic to some extent, but uh-huh. particularly well, in the second game, they intentionally I think he said made you playing as an animal that's a little higher on the food chain, so you have slightly fewer threats. Right. Although wolves are still a thing, so. The wolves are just not that much of a threat, though. Yeah. I mean, you can outrun them. Yeah. Now, probably the best and yet the worst mechanic in the game was the actual hunting. Because 
when it worked, I I really felt like I was in the body of a, a lynx or a predator hunting down uh, the prey. Now, the problem is the controls are kind of wonky, especially when it when it comes to turning. I cannot. Uh, I lost count the amount of times I lost a rabbit or a bird just because they banked left and I was too slow in doing that, or the camera just kind of swiveled around. Now, it's like in fact, this game might get you a motion sick. Mm. Yeah, I noticed the camera was a little. Yeah. A little what? Uh, a little, not jerky, but tight in terms of what moves. Mm. Like so, basically, it felt it looked in a way that might feel like it would induce motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Still, when you actually catch, when you actually manage to track down an animal and catch them. And, you know, to answer your question, Petty Fan, you just, unless you're hunting deer, you just automatically uh, kill an animal. And when it comes to deer, you have to actually pounce on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, yeah, I didn't know if, it, like, I had to, like, sneak up on it and ambush it or something like that, or if it was just, you know, snatch and grab. Yeah. That's another problem I had with this game. It looks like you can do um, stealth hunting, but it doesn't actually work because every time I try, you know, like uh, the lynx would get down low like a cat actually would when hunting, but. Yeah, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the things that kind of confused me. You know, but every time I try to do that uh, towards some prey, they'd sprint off. You know, it's like. Maybe you're just not good at it, but, you know. If so, that's probably because the game makes it harder than it ought to. Mm. Now, now, what did you all think of the graphics in this um, uh, product? I'm not sure what to think. They look kind of odd. Mm. It's kind of cell shady in a weird way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a very stylized art style. And... It's very. I, I like I like the way it looks in terms of uh, the nature is very pretty. Um, the models for the characters are okay. Uh, they are stylized. Um, when it's dark, the light effect is kind of strange. It's right around you, but it's very clearly delineated. I mean, mm-hmm. it fades out a little bit, but it's like. Kind of reminds me of the lantern in Legend of Zelda: Links to the Past. How there's like a hexagon of light that you can see, and then a slightly bigger hexagon of dim light that you can kind of see, and then beyond that, it's dark. Right. I'm like, it's like, yeah. I found the graphics to be a mixed bag. Like, I liked how the um, animals and such looked, but the environments, as it, you know. Granted, it's simulating nature, but, you know, nature's kind of boring. No. Uh, let's see, the soundtrack. No. Uh, very ambient, very fitting. 
once again, it's one of those soundtracks that fits the game, but I could never see myself listening to outside the context of the game. Yeah, it's mostly yeah. atmospheric type music with a little bit of accompaniment that blends in with the atmospheric sounds. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, if I were to listen to it outside, it'd probably like to get to sleep. That's not a bad thing. It's just the kind of music it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a game that would be rather jarring if it had a uh, pumping rock soundtrack or something. So, <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's see. Um, the seasonal cycle. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, huge wasted opportunity because I really couldn't tell you the difference between seasons. You know, mm-hmm. it's like outside of like, say, water freezing in the winter. Um, that was about it. Like, prey doesn't get any more scarce. Like, you don't have to deal with you know, the cold to winter, the heat of the summer. You know, it's so just... A n- nice cosmetic effect, I guess, but it kind of an- drives home a missed opportunity for actual gameplay changes, such as if you had to deal with personal resources, mm-hmm. it would be harder to find food and water for yourself in the winter, or yeah. it would be harder to do do sneaking stuff in fall when there's leaves on the ground or something. Um, something like that, but I'll correct you. It's not just a cosmetic device. It's a narrative device. Because the, the way the story, as it were, unfolds is through the passage of time. Oh, no, I know that. I just, I just meant in terms of the changes, the cosmetic change as the seasons pass is nice. It's there, but right. it would be nicer if it did more than just the cosmetic stuff and the right. plot progression. And also, like, freezing water, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, you're giving uh, four cubs in total to keep alive. So you have a uh, you have a pretty, once you know what you're doing, you have a pretty good chance of keeping at least one of them alive. And you and the cubs do get named. I was not sure if that was random or if that was. Um, I tried to edit it and couldn't, but maybe I just couldn't find the right buttons to press. Uh, yeah, you can actually name uh, name all the family members. Okay. Yeah. So that's apparently a change they made in between shelters. So, although that might that might exacerbate the um, emotional fallout because you <laughs> oh absolutely you've now named them and you've got to watch I don't know little and hear blood curdling scream in addition to message cub name has died or something yeah. Yeah, and believe me, I saw people who who adamantly refused to play this game because you know dead baby kittens. Even though they're you know they're, they're lynx cubs, you know it's still they couldn't handle the thought of you know kittens dying. Yeah, well, lynx cubs are lynxes are one of those things where like one generation removed from that, you can actually get an interesting right pet animal. So. I'm not necessarily advocating that, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything else to go over here? Um, well, I have, like, one suggestion thing that could have been better. Uh, Instead of starting us off immediate res being chased by the wolf, starting us off as a cub, where we learn how to play the game, and then go into the game proper... 
That's that kind of, that kind of tutorial thing might have been nice to have as a integrated story tutorial. I mean, I understand the in media spreads thing to get the urgency across of uh, survival and stuff, but like I said, I died two times in that section. That was a little bit frustrating. So, yeah. uh, also, there, I, I'm not sure I entirely got the thing about the uh, the stars. Because there's a thing about where you go up to a cliff and see all the constellations, and then apparently they tell you that this is a good place to have babies or something. Yeah, it's some sort of symbolism type thing, probably, or narrative. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was cool, I just didn't really get it. Yeah, I I saw it as a... It was a guiding mechanic, Mm -hmm. at least uh, from my viewpoint. Uh, Let's see... Uh, Ogre, do you have anything to say on Shelter 2? Sounds horrific in some senses. I don't know if I want to play it. <laughs> I'm very emotional. Yeah, uh, dripping with the idea that, you know, you might... Yeah, 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 that that, that whole thing does not fill me with, eh, I think I may skip this one out. <laughs> not saying it's a bad thing, but... Yeah, not that I realize, yes, it is. I realize survival of the fittest in nature, shit like that happens all the time. In fact, as I've been speaking, probably five animals were slaughtered by something else to eat right now in oh, nature. Yeah. But you just don't know. When you, you kind of put a of personal it. investment in it, that's when things change for me. Yeah. And again, you I don't want to probably, be the cause of their death. <laughs> I actually probably would have been felt more willing to play more of the game if there had been a tutorial section where you learn the stuff you're going to need to do to provide for your kids more more completely before they just dump you off having to do that. Because yeah. I definitely felt like I was going to be unprepared as a cat parent and would probably lose very quickly the first time, and I don't know if I was emotionally prepared for that. So yeah. another vote for would have been nice to have more about an idea of what the tasks are beforehand. I I would say I I would have preferred to have more to do or you know that too I, yeah or, but I didn't or, get or have the that. or have the cycle be longer because quite frankly you know I found the playthroughs to be way too short uh, you know ignoring fail states you know it's just you know an average link cycle is. Maybe in a like I didn't time it, but it's like an hour, maybe two hours, and for a survival game, that's pretty short. Granted, uh, it's you know it's an even bigger problem in the first shelter game where you just have the one cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know I'm not surprised that the first shelter game didn't do all that well, according to Might and Delight, because well, um, it's a re- it's a good game, but it's really short. It doesn't have a whole lot of replayability unless you want to try to beat your record for most cubs not horribly devoured. Yeah. So now we come to one of the you know the big judgment um, price. All right, this game Shelter Two um, usually retails for fourteen ninety nine. Although right now at time of broadcast, it's going for. Ten dollars and four cents, uh, and that'll last until tomorrow at one p.m. So if you're listening, um, and that's one p.m. Eastern. Um, Steam, I believe, updates at ten o'clock um, Pacific. 
anyway, the the point is until you know until tomorrow, like afternoon or late morning, it's going to be four dollars off, and I think this is the prime opportunity to pick up the game, as it were. Not just because it's on discount, but this uh, ten dollars is about the most I would pay for Shelter Two. Now, mm-hmm. but yes. if if it's a game that either you think you're emotionally capable of playing or you don't think you are, but you think that it's good that they made a game that you're not emotionally capable of playing, mm. still probably a more appropriate price on sale than for the full about $15. Right. I said $15, I guess if you can get into this kind of game... If you can get into the, if you're not put off by the whole, you know, dead baby kiddies thing, I, I know we keep coming back to this, but I, I can't emphasize how how cute these things are until you see them, and and for a lot of people, it is a big deterrent. And I I honestly feel like I would have you know played the game to review it more if I hadn't been so concerned about that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like so asking somebody to spend fifteen dollars on something that they can't play for emotional reasons is a tall order. But if you can ignore that or, you know, if you resolve to do everything you can to save the baby kittens into adulthood, uh, and you're... It does, it does, it saves your family tree. Does that include uh, any details or just the names? Uh, the the names and how many survive. And then you get to see the offspring. You know, and you play as one of the offspring. Like, in my case, uh, you know, I had one cub survive, so just the one cub. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. As far as the DLC goes, it's uh, currently retailing for $5. Uh, once again, I can't personally speak to how much it adds, but that seems about right if you're into the game. If you because. From what it sounds like to me, it's just, you know, different set piece. Mm-hmm. Well, it's five a, bucks is all right for that. Yeah. It might be a little on the pricey side. I think with the addition, if you're adding but, forest fires and stuff, it might yeah. be. But it sounds like it adds enough to the game, like enough worthwhile stuff where I'd say if you're buying it today or tomorrow or sometime when it's on sale – pick it up with the DLC and perhaps even the soundtrack. The soundtrack's only going for about uh, $3 here. Now, like I said, the soundtrack was fine. It's just it being moody, ambient stuff, it fit the game, but I'm like, it's... Well, I mean, if you have it, you can literally... If you have the soundtrack, you can literally play that while you're going to bed if you want. Yeah. It's like... So, you know, all in all, I would say the, the overall package is worthwhile... If I have to give a number on it, a six, you know, and I'll note that, you know, we use an actual uh, number scale here, not seven is, and below is failing. No. Yeah, this is an above average game. Yeah. Not a, not like a stellar game that is must have or yeah. you will regret for the rest of your life, but. Yeah. It's also, it's a little too short. It's a little too bereft of mechanics, and it's a little too, you know... It's it, a little to the left. Yes. Yeah. It's a little too wonky uh, for me to to call it a, 
a great game. You know, it's like if it had a bit more, you know, it's like not just, you know, having content added, but it, it needed some more polish. You now, because, like I said, the camera stuff and the, the movement really did irk me at times. Um, all right, uh, what are your guys' final thoughts on uh, Shelter 2 here? I'd like to look back into it now that I know how the hunting works and try and get a better feel for the game because I just kind of stopped. Yeah, so, I'd probably rate it more like 7 in terms of just on on its own merits, and I definitely would have been more willing to play the game for longer if there had been a better tutorial to give the idea, not not only just about how the mechanics literally work, but like what the tolerance is in terms of hunger and how, yeah. like, and if there, if there was mechanics, I don't know how deep the mechanics are for like where to find prey, but that kind of stuff. And I will say if you're into the genre, you might not like this because of how simple it is. Like, like I said, there's no crafting system. There's no wet, you know, there's no weapons of any kind. There's no, you know, there's no real combat. So if you're looking for that in your survival game, um, uh, go play sure you're, uh, you're being hunted or something. Yeah, that this is not that kind of survival game. This is very much a, uh, yeah. a animal just, versus the, the elements survival game. Yeah. This is about getting your offspring to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that'll about do it for us uh, for this time. So, as always, be sure to tune in on Wednesday. And uh, we're going to have another review in about two weeks here. Uh, we're going to review Albert and Otto, The Adventure Begins. And then I think another two weeks from that, we got another. We're going to finally review Poncho because the game is coming out in a few days. Yay, Poncho! And we, you know, we did make a pledge that we would review this when it came out. Now, mm-hmm. hopefully the, hopefully it's been tightened up a little bit in the ways that we had uh, well, comments about. Well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll certainly be playing it in the interim. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, with um, myself going on vacation next week, and then Thanksgiving, our opportunities to do Sunday reviews are kind of limited this month. Yeah, and I will obviously, I'll take some time to play it. It's good to have more time for me because, you know, well, it's like between you, work and stuff. Well, you could probably play a poncho on, like, the Thanksgiving holiday. Or mm-hmm. something. So, so, well, until next time, all I can do is wish you good gaming. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.